0: tomorrow morning 10
1: a.m santa's coming to town oh my god would you please tell him that instead of presents this year i just want my family back
0: rudolph with your nose so bright won't you guide my sleigh tonight
2: it must be magic
0: must
3: find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out Welcome of the old fashioned family Christmas. exciting weekend. Is there anyone the podcast, who knows what Christmas is all about? That is determined to keep Christmas
4: you, spirit now. alive
1: Christmas every single
3: about? day, especially What's while we're all, all
4: in me?
1: quarantine. Jesus. I'm Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Julia.
0: I'm Anthony. And I'm Joshua the Bruce. Wait, wait, what? Oh, oh sorry.
1: Joshua
0: the Bruce. Joshua the Bruce. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who is this
0: Joshua? There
3: are four of us here? <laughs>
1: Every it's time I voice. hear the name
3: Joshua,
4: I think of friends. Joshua. <laughs> Joshua.
1: <laughs> she would not. Well, offline earlier, Joshua did say he was okay with Josh as well.
0: Yes, yes, I'm, I'm like okay that. with Josh. I'm okay with Joshua or Bruce, whichever. Or <laughs> Joshua the Bruce. We or Joshua mine. the okay. Bruce. We'll put it all together.
3: <laughs> which ties into tonight's movie too Which is kind of fun
4: <laughs> Is there anything fun about really? tonight's movie?
3: Oh
1: <laughs> Starting early um, It didn't take long
3: <laughs> I'm going to have Julia kick off When we start talking about the movie um, With a quote That we got from one of our listeners That oh. <laughs> sums up this movie To a T And will tell you from the very get go Exactly what my rating is going to be Is it Disco Four's quote? no no
1: just wait <laughs> just wait
0: anthony how's, <laughs> how's everyone doing doing well how are yeah, you so
1: you're in new york right
0: yes i am western
3: new york
1: western so you're one of the new
3: brave york. folks who's keeping this society running
0: yep keeping the stuff I, I deliver bread and uh, just keeping the shelves stocked as best i can Thank i would be more excited about right you now being from New York, Josh,
4: if we would be in agreement on this movie tonight. Uh, uh, well, for the songs of it, maybe not. I don't know. Hey, go... <laughs> I've been spending my quarantine decluttering everything. And that has included taking all my Blu-rays and trying to convert them to digital. That's what I did with my day because I have nothing better to do with my time. stuck, on... <laughs> stuck <inside. laughs> I was actually surprised by how many codes
3: still worked, given how old they were. Um. What was not a challenge for me was this movie tonight that we're discussing. Uh, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I'm really thinking that that mute button. I I should not have this power because it, it, so many times I think Anthony just deserves this, y'all.
0: I, I you know I was hoping when I came on the episode I would see angry Anthony. <laughs> And I'm hoping I don't get disappointed. It's it's building
3: to the crescendo. You're going to see it. We're seeing it building right now.
4: Well, what's funny is I think everyone, every patron we've had on there, I always apologize to because I'm pretty sure every movie that patron has chosen so far. And I don't know if they do it on purpose to get a rise
3: out of me to get the true experience. (laughs) No,
2: you just
0: love destroying what people care about. Well, I, oh. I will say I am interested to see exactly why you dislike the movie so much. So I'm very uh, interested to hear t- your t- Take
4: between start and end. And <laughs> oh, <you> wow. <laughs>
0: That bad, wow. Oh. Well,
3: <laughs> let's, let's destroy the suspense right now. Tonight, we are talking about the 2014 Max Licato film, The Christmas Candle. And I think IMDb has a great plot synopsis that I'll read real quick and then we'll jump into our histories. A pastor who suffered a personal loss accepts a position in a town that believes in a Christmas miracle candle, which he strives to abolish. Mr. Bruce, since you're our guest and you picked this movie as part of your patron subscription, why don't you go ahead and tell us your history with this film? And why well, you picked this one
0: specifically? Okay, all right. Well, There's some accusation
3: in that. Did you see the <laughs> finger pointing? <laughs> you I, I,
0: I'm happy to. I am happy to defend my pick.
3: I just feel and better off. about this. I, I have to say this. I feel better about about Josh joining us because he's from New York, and all of this probably is just an everyday occurrence for him. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like Jerry, who's from Texas, who's you know suddenly being attacked.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, <God. laughs> but uh no no it's it's all it's all good uh, I first saw this movie shortly after it came out, probably about two thousand fifteen, so maybe about a year or two after it came out uh my mom had rented it from our or gotten it out from our library, and she told me to check it out and i did and i love the I love history, so I like those historically. Based movies and stuff like that set in different time periods. Although I do say some movies doing better than others. <laughs> but uh, but you know my just my love for Christmas, my love for the old fashioned, and I just love a heartwarming story that's not precisely like every other movie you see on TV, like the, like Hallmark movies. You know, mm-hmm. you see one, you've seen them all pretty much. So I like the different kind of storyline. I like the the happiness and the joy and the feelings that you get from it. And uh, I've loved it ever since. Very cool. And, and as for why I chose this movie, I was actually shocked that after, what, you guys have been on for two and a half years now? Three and a half mm-hmm. years? We're, we're, half. we're getting close to three. And so I, I was actually shocked that out of all the movies you guys have reviewed, you never chose this one. So when I got the opportunity to choose it and be a host, be a guest this was one of my favorites that you guys hadn't covered. And I'm like, I, I, I was hoping that you guys would enjoy it. I was surprised that none of you had seen it from what you guys said earlier. So it was, uh, I, 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 it made me more interested to hear what you had to think about it. <laughs> Julia, what's your history?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I um, I hadn't heard of this movie at all, which is kind of surprising because My mom is a huge Max Lucado fan. Um, He's got some really good devotionals out there. So I'm really familiar with Max Lucado. Um, I had no idea he had done a Christmas movie. Um, And like there are actors in this movie that I'm familiar with, right? It's not like your kind of standard religious Christmas fair where you don't don't really know any of the actors. Um, So that surprised me too. Um, so, when I, it popped up on the schedule, I was really excited about it um, because it looked fresh. I love historical stuff as well. It looked like there was probably a love story in there, and I love me a historical love story. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I was really excited about it, and I watched it today. First time I've watched it. Um, yeah, so I don't really have a history with it. It was totally um, skipped under all of our radars, though.
3: Yeah, I'd never heard of it either. Um, I knew nothing about this movie prior to uh, the Bruce bringing it up. But um, (laughs) I watched it today. (laughs) I went in with no expectations. Um, And I will say I was not disappointed.
2: Awesome. All right.
3: All (laughs) right. Anthony. (sighs) Anthony.
4: i had never heard of this movie before by name. Once, I, once you recommended this, Josh, I looked at the cast and it was like, oh, this is that Susan Boyle Christmas movie. And I knew <laughs> what I was getting into. Then I saw Max Licato, who I can't stand, was involved and it was based on one of his stuff. And I was like, oh, oh boy, here we go max Lakato and susan boyle here we go i know josh was hoping for angry anthony to come out tonight i don't know if anthony angry anthony is going to come out tonight i hated this movie but there's not much to talk about is to quote one of our listeners stephen beach it's a shot wait nope.
3: <laughs> wait wait nope that's julia's quote
1: he can read it it's totally no
3: fine. i want to hear it in julia's voice <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, Okay, then I will quote Rotten Tomatoes, uh, which it has an 18% on. And they said, it's uh, as artless as the setup was muddled. It's resolutely stiff and hollow. Uh, Pick your poison at Rotten Tomatoes. It has like three good reviews. So (laughs) I don't know if you get angry Anthony tonight, Josh, as much as ambivalent Anthony, because this movie just did nothing for me. Well, and so, as, as, as we Anthony. know from the past Bored Anthony is the biggest <laughs> sin I will take a crappy movie That I have passion about Over a movie that makes me bored
3: Oh <laughs> wow <laughs> So I have a bone to pick With Rotten Tomatoes I'm going to go on a tangent okay. okay I really don't like Rotten Tomatoes At all <laughs> There's a movie out that um, Ellie and I watch called Arctic Dogs Have y'all heard of it? No. It was an okay movie. I go I look.
4: Saw it, I saw Rotten
3: Tomato gives it eighteen percent, but the critic—that's uh, from the critics. The fans give it like seventy percent. So, okay, maybe my beef isn't with Rotten Tomato. My beef is with critics. They are so out of touch with people. It is not even funny.
2: Mm-hmm. The more mm-hmm. I look at Rotten Tomatoes,
3: not the good. more I realize critics. I don't know if they're if they're guessing if they're trying to to predict how fans are going to react. But so many of the reviews I read for this movie because I went down a rabbit hole in the middle of the night, you know, because there's nothing else to do. Uh, <laughs> so many of the reviews just were trying too hard, and they were bad reviews. <laughs> trying to, I don't know, it was just awful. Anyway,
4: uh, I before before we move on, I do just want to read my other favorite blurb about this movie that sums up my feelings for this movie. Quote, a real Christmas miracle would cause every copy of this film to spontaneously burst into flames. my god. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh
4: my goodness. Oh, what's an All angry right. person.
1: Um, who hurt them? That's what <laughs> I want to, who hurt you? you so hateful about a movie that's
3: so obviously <laughs> mediocre. Um, <clears throat> so uh, the m- movie is based on a book written by Max Licato, who Anthony loves. Um, <laughs> and because of his response, I'm really thinking we need to add the Christmas child to our list. Uh, he's doing a lot you know, of- You know, you know what? I have ammunition ice.
4: to Tom. Add it to the list, I have ammunition to fire back.
3: No, he is a very um, schmaltzy evangelical writer. Um, mm-hmm who, in my opinion, his books have no sustenance. They are boring (laughs) and poorly written. Um, The screenplay was put together by Candace Lee. Um, Candace Lee does movies just like this, including one called A Christmas Snow, Home Run. She was involved um, with the soundtrack for Veggie Tales. The new Veggie veggie Tales, not the old Veggie Tales. Oh, (laughs) I know. <laughs> These are different. <laughs> They're very different. Yeah. yeah. The new ones are not doing it for me.
1: I mean, like, La- doesn't Christine. have Larry Boy.
3: I'm Larry Boy. I am they that don't. hero. They don't have silly songs with Larry either.
1: You remember the hairbrush song?
3: I do. Where is my hairbrush? Where's my
1: hairbrush. Away. Oh,
3: where, oh, where, nowhere,
1: oh, where, oh, where, no hair, no nowhere, no hair.
3: It's my hairbrush.
1: <laughs> um, that was the anthem of my senior year.
3: <laughs> what was your senior year graduating song? Do you remember?
1: Uh, it w- we graduated in 2000. So it was Green Day's Time of Your Life.
3: Okay. okay our original one.
1: Another photograph still framing your mind.
3: Ours was the thong song.
1: Cool. What? Well,
3: and then the administration did not take too kindly to that so we had what was a graduation by vitamin c instead we oh successfully gosh. successfully wrote in and won the thong song as our graduation song
1: that's like that boat being named Bodie mcboat in england when they let people <laughs> <It's> on. <vote> exactly <laughs> same oh thing gosh, that's why we can't trust that, people. Like,
4: that exactly that's like democracy fails <laughs>
1: <laughs> because of Bodie McBoatface
4: <laughs> because of Bodie McBoatface because people when <laughs> you trust them to vote will all the time shoot themselves in the foot because they think it's a
3: joke
0: <laughs> <laughs> not too far off
3: <laughs> you have to admit, Bodie McBoatface is funny though
1: it's pretty epic right
3: <laughs> it is Bo- Bodie McBoatface just like Macaulay Culkin, Culkin,
1: Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin. uh... Oh man, I forgot. I go to a
3: different place. Those give me faith in humanity, Anthony. Oh man,
1: that was so Um. That makes me
3: want to
4: burn humanity to the ground. (laughs) I see things like that and I think of Dwight from The Office. We need a new plague, except that's too nope not appropriate you you can't do that cutting that out nope
3: nope, bye (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna start getting some serious hate mail. and the movie is directed by john stevenson john stevenson is also the director of the 1999 movie animal farm um he has he has a lot of credits in hollywood but as far as a director he has uh this the tv movie animal farm five children in it interlude and in, uh, interlude in Prague, and hold your breath uh he did Dude, his special sp- effects stuff though his with, like,
1: special effects credits are insane
3: he was the creative supervisor for jim henson's creature shop for the flintstones the never story 2 babe the muppet christmas return, return to Ninja- oz return to oz he was a uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze.
1: <gasps> oh. Monday Christmas Carol.
3: Dark Crystal. Um, the Odyssey, 101 Dalmatians, James and the Giant Peach. So he's got some good credit
1: yeah. uh, in the yeah. shows
3: in this film. Um, let's get to our cast. Our- he also has Lost in Space as u- second unit
4: director. I don't think he had much I say over that. I thought you liked Boston.
1: That's an old Boston space. That's, That's the a Boston
4: stupid nineties. Oh, the nineties movie. I yeah, don't with Matt, with Matt LeBlanc out. as a captain when they tried to make Matt LeBlanc a movie star
1: and he tanked that movie. I loved that movie when I was in high school. And Spider loved Spider
4: it.
3: Gary Oldman. Yeah. Okay, but second unit director is not something you can really criticize somebody for. They don't have a lot of creative control, Anthony. <laughs> that'd be like people uh, saying uh. they could have
4: at least made the shots look
3: nice that'd be like uh i hate tis the podcast it's just terrible tom's never done anything good anthony because of anthony on that episode no i'm not gonna no you're awful because of here. Me? Yes. i wasn't the one voted the worst voted it wasn't voted it was one guy who rated candy crush in 2018 <laughs> five stars <laughs> you cannot take somebody who is still playing candy crush like four years after its prime and it seriously enough to rate it five stars you cannot take that opinion well <laughs> you know you could have just insulted a
4: a million of our listeners who have nothing better to do now than play Candy Crush.
3: <laughs> I didn't say play but, Candy Crush. I said play it and feel invested enough to go to the Apple Store and, and rate, rate it. Star <laughs> <saw a> review. <laughs> There's a big difference
2: there.
3: <laughs> I was listening to a This American Life about ratings, and they were talking to this guy who started getting obsessed with negative reviews, and so he'd go click on the people, and he's like, "Oh, this is the kind of person who rates." Amazon gift cards, five stars, you know, like an yes. Amazon gift card. So Ira Glass then um goes through and he looks at the positive reviews as well and points out That's the definitely. horrible stuff, the positive things, and you just you hear this man's soul die as I read reading those those reviews.
4: So I have a review story from Amazon. Yes. Yeah uh me and a coworker self-published this thing like seven years ago mm-hmm. and we got a terrible review well going down the rabbit hole found out it was this coworker who worked with us too who hated everybody who cared oh, enough no. they he heard us talking about it and to go find it and just give it a terrible lie and say they were an english teacher i wouldn't give this drivel to my students to read Everything, but that is awful. <laughs> yeah, so is, some people with wow. reviews like that don't have lives. <laughs> like they have... okay, I've got to
3: find this self-published book right now, y'all. No, <laughs> so we can what do the... that after.
4: I don't mind okay. linking it.
3: That's that's terrible. So you dislike that's your coworker, enough, but you were able to prove it was your coworker. What did your coworker say? Did you confront them? <laughs> Trust me, this
4: person is a. Uh, She was a mix of Dwight and Angela, and like she's just uh, an awful human being, except like without Dwight's uh, heart. (laughs) And and like (laughs) it made us feel better that the crappy review came from somebody we knew hated everyone in that office. Anyway,
3: that you know probably didn't read. Okay. All right. (laughs) So first up in the cast, we have our protagonist, Pastor or Reverend David Richmond played by Hans Matheson. Hans Matheson has done some cool stuff. He was in a TV movie in 1996 that I want to say we should cover called Christmas. Mm-hmm. He was in the 1998 uh, adaptation of Les Mis. He was in the TV miniseries in 2002, Doctor, uh, Dr. Doctor Zvago. He was in Nero, the 2008 TV series, The Tudors. He was in Sherlock Holmes, the 2009 movie with uh, Jude Law, Mm -hmm. Uh, and he was in 300, Rise of an Empire, Clash of the Titans, and he had a recurring role on the TV series Jericho.
1: People really loved that show. Did y'all ever watch it?
3: No.
4: Nope. No, but I do remember people loving that show. Yeah, they were kicked
1: when it was canceled. You did? They were. No, No, they were. Yeah.
3: Um, pastor's love interest which is a weird thing for churches I'm sure <laughs> um, is yeah, he's, he's, I,
0: believe, I, I believe they're Anglicans, so I think, I think they, they marry yes
3: they do they do they um, we have married clergy as well but once we um, once I was ordained to the subdiaconate um, I could no longer change my marital status Um, To avoid things like priests dating parishioners. Um, Because again, that can get weird. Yeah. Uh, I can imagine. uh, Emily Barstow plays Samantha Banks. How can it get weird? I'm sorry, let me go over. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Wait, wait.
4: Do you guys ever watch the show of Practical Jokers? Uh-uh. Well they had they had one bit that's like, that's like a hidden camera show You have an earpiece in and the other people are like Telling you what to say So there's like a uh, You know if you don't say or do anything They're telling you in the ear you lose And basically at the end of the episode the people with most losses get punished So there's an episode You're at the top of Rockefeller Center You're getting ready to propose You ask a random stranger Hey I wrote down my proposal Can you tell me if this needs to be changed or not <laughs> And anyway, one of the guys was like, uh, Samantha, I love you so much. And not only because I'm your doctor and know everything about you, because you confided everything in me, <laughs> I love you so much. And the best thing is, we're so close that you can't ever lie to me because you told me all your secrets before we started dating. <laughs> because I'm be oh, like, <laughs> that's just wow. <laughs> reminded, wow. reminded me of. That is horrible.
3: <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> um, oh I don't know man. if you saw this on IMDb or not, Anthony, but this movie is in a playlist called The 31 Greatest Christmas Movies.
4: Oh, yeah, because uh, IMDb is the most reliable source, too. That's not oh, a no, I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying, like, anything.
3: people love it. What? Oh, I love your cup.
4: Um, Did Tom just say something nice about my cup?
3: I love it. It's adorable. Oh, yeah. nice. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad.
1: There we right, go. Man,
3: <laughs> you're officially one of us now. You are. <laughs> All right. Emily Barstow is played by Samantha Barks. Samantha Barks was, um, has a l- her history is a lot less. She has been in a few um, adaptations of Les Mis. She was in a 2010 Les Mis in Concert and she was in the 2012 Les Mis movie. Not the same movie as our last, not the same version of Les Mis as our last guy, but you know, um, she was also in Robot Chicken a short film called the canary bitter harvest interlude in Prague*, for love or money and she's got an upcoming movie called chocolate cake which just sounds sweet um
1: it's <laughs> really good right now
3: yeah the, i'll be um, interested to see
0: what that's
1: about
3: <laughs> the one of the, the the woman who makes the candles is b haddington played by leslie manville and she has done quite a bit as well. Her history is a lot longer than anybody we've covered yet, um, going back to 1974. Um, but we don't really see... I'm trying to find... I didn't look at her earlier because she didn't. I didn't remember her, so I probably should have done that before the episode. Sorry, y'all.
4: She was in the crappy His Dark Materials movie. Oh, no, she was in the play. Never
3: mind. She was in 2009's A Christmas Carol. She played Mrs. Cratchit. She was in... Oh. Huh. Law and Order UK, which I did not know was a thing, as a recurring character. (laughs) Anthony, did you know that?
4: Law and Order UK? I had no clue that was a thing. They're everywhere. (laughs) I want to Google Google the intro, though, now and hear that dramatic speech done in the British accent. (laughs) 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 Let's
3: do that after this episode. That's awesome. She was in Maleficent.
1: She's one of the three fairies. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. And Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. She was in the TV show River, Mom, Harlots, World on Fire, and she's got a few upcoming um, productions. Her husband, Edward Haddington, is played by Sylvester McCoy. Um, Sylvester McCoy was in The Hobbit series. He was in Doctor Who. He was in one of my daughter's favorite TV shows as a little girl, Sarah and Duck. Y'all know that one? Uh uh-uh. uh. The theme song is amazing. It just goes Sarah and Duck, Sarah and Duck, Sarah and Duck. And that's the whole theme song. <laughs> <laughs> it is the most British child's television show you can possibly imagine.
1: He um, was radagast?
3: He was radagast. Yes, oh, snap. Was. He was in Ghostlands, uh, Doctor Who, Death Comes to Time.
1: Well, he was a doctor.
3: He was a doctor. Yeah, Doctor Who in two thousand four. He was in King Lear. He played Lear's fool. That's funny. The Academy one and two. I never would have get, I never would have picked. I never would have uh, recognized him as Radagast though. Like no, there's so much either.
1: hair on his face when he's Radagast that
3: right and bird yeah. feces. That as well. (laughs) Um, I just don't recognize him without his bird feces. That's not something you want people to say about you. Another couple in the town uh, that take in our pastor, Reverend, whatever he goes by. Herbert Hopewell is played by James Cosmo. James Cosmo is a freaking legend, y'all. Especially if you like adventure movies. He uh, played Campbell in Braveheart. Uh, very big role uh, with um, William Wallace. He was Father Christmas in the Narnia series. He was Gladicus in Troy. Uh, he was in the series that Anthony loved his Dark Materials. He was in Wait, the Wait, si- he series. was in
4: the series?
3: Yeah, he played Farter
4: Coral. Okay, because I actually did like the series. I hated the movie. I just
3: added it to my things to watch. I haven't seen it yet.
1: Who did he Next play? Guy?
3: In his dark materials, yes. farter Quorum. farter F a r d e r. Farder. Fartor.
1: Okay. That's <laughs> <like>, unfortunate. <laughs>
3: that a weird name. <laughs> <I'm>
1: sorry.
3: <laughs> That's a very weird name.
0: Um,
1: spent a lot of time with preteen boys this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> it's in the Merlin team series. Our
0: new favorite character.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite role of his though has to be lord Mormont from game of thrones George i would Mormont. agree with that yes unbelievable he was the uh captain or the the lord over the uh, knight's guard knight's guard nice watch, on Ca- watch. In castle black oh he played cedric and ivanhoe back in the day i mean this guy is just Unbelievable!
4: I love Ivanhoe, the book and the movie. Just saying. Uh,
3: Anthony's favorite character in the movie is Eleanor Hopewell, and (laughs) okay,
4: Eleanor is played
3: by Susan Boyle. (laughs)
4: Two things. Two things. One. How many times can you have her sing the same song?
3: Apparently, three. Three. three.
4: And not. And number two. (laughs) I like you, Josh. (laughs) And number two. What is it about this reality, these reality competitions that you win for something other than acting, yet they think, think all of a sudden that makes you an actor for a movie? Get the heck out I, of here with this no, woman. I, 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 Kelly I, Clarkson I, I, and all these... Kelly Pickler and all these <laughs> actors.
0: Oh. Anthony, I, I will agree with you there because she was the worst actress in this movie. Uh, like, Not to get too far ahead, but when when... She's at the funeral. Just <laughs> no emotion whatsoever.
3: When <laughs> yeah. her husband died, none. But Joshua, I hope you you feel happy because you just got the angry anthem You were longing. You <laughs> did. <laughs> 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 uh, everybody knows who uh, uh, Susan Boyle is. She we're has just been now. in Uh, Yeah, she did the X Factor Celebrity Edition. She was in Dancing with the Stars. Very, very liberal use of the term on that TV show, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, again, again, just because you
4: can sing does not mean you can dance, does not mean you can act, does not mean you can bake, does not mean you can... Oh, my God, I hate reality TV culture. And this is why, because it launches people into careers they don't deserve,
0: (laughs) Uh, and you, know, and you know, what's, you know what's funny. I I had the DVD, and when you watch the, they have the Slows feature and the special features where they talk with the cast and crew, and all of them are so like flabbergasted that they got to work with Susan Boyle in a movie. <laughs> 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 They're bragging to their families and friends oh. about it. it well, like, that pretty much sums <laughs> up the quality of this
4: movie. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh,
3: um i had to look up earlier she was in 90210 and did a version of mad world which is an amazingly beautiful song by gary Jules. if you've seen um donnie darko Darko. you've heard it
4: i love that song and the movie
3: her version is not very good i have no intention of listening to her version um i'm gonna trick you into it one way or another it's gonna happen um (laughs) because i love you man um I love but you, bro, I so many I've never heard a bad version of that song until today. Oh, yes. um, yeah. So we'll get we're going to move past her. The person who puts all of this into motion is Lady Camden, who I'm not really sure I understand how the town works in this pseudo royal, pseudo not royal setup that they have. Yeah, I was confused is, as well She is This is wait. what you guys were
4: confused
1: about? <laughs> she,
3: she is in uh, She is It's barb, played by Barbara Flynn Barbara, Barbara Flynn Was Mary Queen of Scots In Elizabeth First, The 2005 movie She played Helen Potter In the Renee Zellweger movie Miss Potter uh, Anybody else you want to talk about?
1: Uh, Hello Like my favorite oh, John person Hannah. in the entire cat, Yeah. William Barstow
3: It's played Hannah. by John. Yeah. Who is the, uh, I freaking love him in The Mummy. y'all. <laughs> yes, I yes. love him in The Mummy. So his character in The Mummy is who the inspiration has to be in the RP for the RPG uh, narrator of the Jumanjis, right? <laughs> oh, that's that?
1: funny. I never thought about that. Can you see that?
3: You yes, don't talk about- I <laughs> yes. can see that. I can see that. It yes. has to be the because he, he he looks and acts just like him. Anyway, welcome to Jumanji. Welcome, <laughs> yes. Have you? I love the new one, by the way. Um, he's the best. So he was in
1: horribly underutilized in this movie, by the way.
3: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean- but, but Julia, they of- had
4: they I had mean- to work in Susan Boyle. I mean, come on, you, you, you have to throw an actor of that caliber aside if you have somebody like Susan Boyle joining your movie.
3: Oh deep God. breaths, Anthony, deep breaths. We don't want you to develop hypertension because that is a complication <laughs> if you catch coronavirus. Keep our blood pressure down. Uh, he was in Four Weddings and a Funeral,
2: mm-hmm.
3: Out of the Blue, McCollum he was in a lot of stuff for the UK that I don't really know he was in Alias um, the TV show MDs Cold Blood he was in Spartacus which that was the t- 2010 what version of Spartacus was that was that Showtime no that was too early to be Showtime wasn't it no it was I uh,
1: don't think cow. it was Showtime, that is- was it showtime? Yeah, it was- I thought it was yeah. Stars
3: or Stars whatever yeah Stars sorry that show is that old? Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. It was in Damages. The Christmas Candle, of course. Valentine's Kiss. Marley's Ghost, a TV series. Do we know that show, y'all? No. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Transplant. And he's got a few movies coming up right now. Marley's Ghosts does not look like a Christmas movie. Just so we know, bummer. Let's jump in. Do you want to set the stage for us, Mister the Bruce?
0: Well, the sure, why not? The movie begins. We open up and we see a candle being lit, and the narr- we have a narrator coming out, talking about the old legend of the Christmas candle, how it started, oh, two hundred years before, back in so be back in sixteen ninety, the candle maker came to Gladbury and uh, wanted to do good for the town. And all he had to offer was a simple prayer and never thought that his prayer would be answered until one night an angel came, blessed a candle, and he gave the famous instructions of the town, light this and pray. Gave it to some orphan children in the village who were very hard off and their fortunes turned around and the rest is history. (laughs) Or so they say. And uh, so, as uh, we enter into the beginning of the movie, past the prologue, we uh, are now in 1890. It's been 200 years. It's the year of the Christmas candle again. The year of the Christmas candle again. And it, so, it comes every 25 years. I'm surprised it hasn't been a
4: sequel. Oh, I guess it hasn't, it been, it hasn't 25 been
0: 25 years, years since the you, movie was
4: made. I
3: guess we could. We could do every year. It could be like 25 years in the future. But um, uh,
4: I would rather deal with Pennywise coming back every 27 years.
0: <laughs> wow, Anthony! Bomb that terrorizes, but never actually does any harm. <laughs> <laughs>
4: exactly. I can put up with some terror for a bit.
3: <laughs> um. So this angel's lazy, right? Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Clarence did some actual work and it's a wonderful life.
3: True sure enough. Okay. So from there we go to London. That that was Gladbury. Now we go to London and, and there's this.
4: Could I get a positive out of the way from this beginning since I've been negative Nelly this whole time so far? Always. Go for it. <laughs> I will say Gladbury, this fictional town of Gladbury, is actually very beautiful. It is. it is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it they is. They're very good with the. They scenery. do a good job of constructing it. Yep. So, especially yeah. So positive, Anthony.
3: Boom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just catch your chips in for the night. <laughs> Who got the
3: Christmas candle and lit their wish just now? <laughs> 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 so we go from there to London, where our our. There's a young man in uniform and he's serving people. He sees a woman get kicked out of a public house of some sort because she's pregnant, we learn, and her stuff is thrown. He goes and helps her and brings her to another public house where I don't know where this is or how he brings this, but she's got some place to stay.
0: Yeah, well, he's with the Salvation Army and she gets kicked out of her work. She was at, I don't know where she was staying, working for uh, uh, the London Electric and LAMP. So I don't know if she was at work or if she was in living quarters there, but, but with him with working with the Salva- Salvation Army, you know, it was food, shelter, and, and uh, soap, soap, soup and salvation was their uh, motto. That explains the silly uniforms that they were wearing. I thought
3: he was military.
0: Yeah, no, no, they're Salvation Army, but they, they you know, it's the way that, uh, I mean, William Booth called himself General William Booth. So they all right. ranking. Yeah, they all wear uniforms and they all have ranks. Um, they, nope.
3: Except for their Santa Clauses. And then they dress like Santa <laughs> Claus. Um, but he gets her set up. Okay, that makes more sense. I guess I missed that part in the Salvation Army. And some lady comes up and she confronts him and he's like, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. And he says, well, you might if you hadn't refused my last three letters. And come to find out she's our... Um, Lady Camden Lady mm-hmm. Camden in, of Gladsbury, and she's there to recruit him to be a pastor their preacher their minister whatever because he's got he's such a fiery speaker and she says some guy came on a boat by for 12 miles just to hear him preach once um and she finally convinces him to go and he packs it up and he says he'll be there by the first friday of advent yep. and so he's on his way and he sees this Damsel in distress situation that we would expect. She's got her horse stuck in the mud of a river, and he tries to help her, and she won't take his help. And she finally does take his help. He gets the horse out, and she badmouths this new minister who's coming. This, you know, she's assuming he's Reverend High period. and Mighty from London. High, High and Mighty <laughs> Minister from London, and he introduces himself as <laughs> Mr. High and Mighty. Um, so we know that there's something going to happen between these two at this That's point. Total right? mean yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the This is the formulaic uh, love setup.
1: Without the cute. (laughs) Oh, come on.
3: I don't know. Julia thought he was cute.
1: I said it was a meat cute. I did not say that I think he's cute. You don't? He's one of those I'm iffy about.
3: He's not cutie McMinister face. (laughs) 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 But did he... So, I, I, w- I was waiting for that just you know, I was waiting for the right opportunity to bring that one up all day. I thought of that. You've
1: been holding today. that one back for a while,
3: have you? Yeah, spoiler <laughs> Wait for
4: the alert, perfect Josh. minister
1: movie moment.
4: <laughs> spoiler alert, Josh. Uh, most of us write one liners beforehand, we try to work into the <laughs> We do, <laughs> yes. we, we are think- not as spontaneous as you think.
0: <laughs> we all think we're pretty clever. Hey, you guys uh, can make it sound seamless. <laughs>
4: legitimately i mean you're getting an unedited view of us tonight but you should hear how many <laughs> how oh crap i missed this somewhere. earlier <laughs> do you know what this movie <laughs> I'm when I'm when giving... i when i when i edit episodes i oh. will be sitting on the couch with my headphones in editing laughing my ass Cracking off up. and oh, be like you think you're hilarious don't you
3: <laughs> the first movie this is compared to In the IMDb, more movies like this Is The Christmas Project
0: Really? Oh, I, I oh. can see that with the Elfie because they, Well, what's funny the about
4: Elfie. There's something funny about that And we'll get to that when it's my rating <laughs>
3: <laughs> Oh boy So he goes to this town And um, does his, He meets, meets a few people Does not make a great version impression.
0: No, really? drops the bible As soon as he gets out <laughs> yep
3: the bible falls on the ground and everybody looks mortified his bible is well well broken in though i must say oh yeah um, um and then he ends up offending the candle maker family the uh haddingtons by not knowing who they are or about the christmas candle so then he goes to church and preaches his first sermon on the first sunday yep. of advent talks about candles i mean if this is the this is where i have a little problem with the storyline i'm sorry joshua right now but i'm gonna get a little anthony-ish on this um, welcome
4: to the dark side tom <laughs> he's i actually to had to be pour this... myself a glass of wine to get through this episode <laughs> in a hogwarts cup my wine glasses have all gone mysteriously missing so i took my hogwarts stein <laughs>
3: awesome. you're drinking white wine out of a stein that is
4: honestly I asked Sarah earlier what happened to all our wine glasses and she doesn't know like they may have just broke over time who knows
3: that is so plebeian of you Anthony
4: (laughs) thank you Tom Um, better than being
3: pedantic of me (laughs) um, that is not a word I would use about any point in this movie (laughs) (laughs) take that as a compliment or an insult however you wish anyway he's supposed to be this great renowned preacher and we hear part of a sermon and it was as ho-hum as you could possibly imagine. There was no passion anywhere in there. He didn't seem to care what he was talking about. He, it's the most boring topic I think he could have picked. Uh, and nobody's impressed when he leaves, when they leave. No.
1: So, no, no, so much
3: so that better lady- better luck, better luck next time, Reverend. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you guys like him as
4: a main character? Honest question. Uh, he's okay no, I,
0: he's okay i don't feel he's uh, well developed no yeah.
4: thank you that's one of my problems with him i i just i don't know
0: I mean, and you really don't i mean you can kind of sense there's a little chip on his shoulder and you don't understand why until the end a little more you know but right. even that you know it's only one moment that you really find out about his past and that's and that's pretty much it you know mm-hmm. well
3: it's really incongruent you've got this humble servant's attitude at times, like when he's going to help this woman or um, when he decides to help the town. But then you've got this blatant, awful arrogance and the two mm-hmm. just are incongruent. Uh, yeah. And we'll get to the arrogance <laughs> the arrogance later. The arrogance became difficult, especially when we got get to the electricity, the arrogance became so difficult for me to watch. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know what Max Licato's problem is with electricity because there's a lot of electricity
0: hate throughout this story. <laughs> well, well I, will, I will say, you know, during that, the turn of when, you know, with the new technology, people were always very cautious, especially the religious people, you know, like the, that woman said, you know, witchcraft in the house of the Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, it, it was actually the same way uh, with uh, Christmas trees when uh, back in the 18, I know at least around here in the 1840s, uh, before Christmas became a legal holiday in New York, uh, and even after, even after, shortly after it became a legal holiday, a lot of people had difficulty with accepting a Christmas tree inside a church, just because they looked at it as a pagan symbol. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for you know, for certain. Thank you, Cromwell. <laughs>
3: that's about it. Oh, he was—he was a horrible jerk, Oliver Cromwell. He
2: hated it. everything
3: good and holy. Ugh. anyway yeah no his 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 anti-christian sentiment really stuck especially in the northeast for decades after uh or for centuries after he was after he died um it's kind of amazing to me but you're yeah you're right there was this there was that and we still see it right we still see a lot of people are hesitant to, about any sort of change
0: oh yeah i can remember you know back in hearing well. While- from old sermons I've listened to you know back in the 70s and 60s they people didn't like electric guitar or drums or anything in the church you know and some people still don't some of us still don't yeah us.
3: <laughs> some of us have no instruments whatsoever like we are so old-school we're against the organ dude really
2: that, oh, it, that is old school. That's
4: no really organs. old freaking school.
3: No organs, no instruments in the church, other than the sole instrument that God made—the human voice, which is the best instrument, most beautiful. Uh, if you have, have you, have you heard? Did you
4: listen to our episode where we sung? Yeah. I was going to say
0: <laughs> there are a lot of good examples of that. Um, that I, I, I gotta say, I can't. I, I love that song. That was a great you, episode. <laughs> you know what? Thank you. I Thank thought you. that episode turned out really good too. I, mean, you, you guys I don't had think me smiling the whole time. So I don't think I've had as much fun doing <laughs> it, anything.
3: It, it, well, that's not true. The most fun thing we've ever done was when we were sitting here and we were laughing too hard to get through that stu- <laughs> that stupid Yule log April episode last. Oh,
0: <laughs> year. that that show. I I laughed during that too because I I sent I the irony in that and you guys (laughs) so well you guys did but but that's the funny part because you really you guys hit it so well I mean it it really did sound like a legitimate episode
3: I wish we'd been (laughs) smart enough at the time to just take the entire unedited part and put it on Patreon because it was a lot of editing it was probably three or four times as long just us laughing at ourselves So it went over so poorly that Lady Camden brings a folio with 200 years of sermon of Advent sermons, only the Advent sermons. And he reads through it and shows up at her place and he's petulant um, in his approach. He just seemed, at this point, he seemed very childish in his rage and his view of miracles Gave us a little precursor to the fact that he's not necessarily a theist at this point either. Um, he's no. back to being a minister, but you can tell he doesn't be, totally seem believe. to actually believe in God at this point, or or yeah. have yeah, a firm you, and conviction. You
0: see, and you see that throughout, and he even admits that his doubts. Later. And Leave and faith, right? We find that out later, but you can see that tension in him. You know, just from his reluctance to go back to preaching, and and then. Like you said, in his servants, just this lack of emotion. Yep. You know. So,
3: but he goes and approaches Lady Camden and, and is angry. And he's like, if you want me to preach this uh, fairy tale, as he calls it, right? Yep.
0: Mm. some fairy tales, yep.
3: <laughs> about the idea that every 25 years, one angel comes. And they talk about it for the 24 years that it's not, apparently, too. It's every year in Advent. For 24 years leading up to it, they talk about an angel comes and touches a candle yeah. and makes weird stuff float in a house. <laughs> yeah, the, part. <laughs> the particular matter. The particular but then like there's random cup floating in the air that I didn't understand.
1: Oh, that's right. And his glasses. And, and, his, glasses, and
3: his
0: glasses, which glasses. end up on the ground. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Touches one candle, the candle glows, and then it's supposed to go to one person in the town who's wish will be granted and all the people in town write their wish down and put it in a, in a bucket which is a very v- vulnerable thing it feels like they were trying to somehow incorporate some part of the santa narrative into this by having people write down what they want for christmas right um, i guess i
0: didn't, I didn't think, think about, about it that.
3: like that I that's what i thought of it was it was max Licato, um at least pulling in some of the santa myth- mythos into this um
4: does like a very
1: Max Lucado thing to do, honestly.
4: What? Actually, yeah, but Tom, you said you're you
3: think Max Lucado's
4: writing is very empty and wishy-washy, right? How did you phrase I that? I just way? said
3: I didn't say wishy-washy. I was just it's just lacks 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 l- depth. <laughs> it lacks style, depth, yeah, beauty. Did yeah. you
4: not find that about this movie?
3: Just you. I didn't <laughs> what, find what the, I didn't find it devoid of it, but I didn't find it overwhelmed with it. I found no. it very meh.
0: Yeah, it, it goes much more, I think, on the emotion in this movie. It's trying yeah. to conjure up the, the more, I guess, the feels as you guys call it. It
3: but, is. That's what I think. Forget. That's what I think carried it a long way for me. Was throughout the whole thing, it had good Christmas feels, yeah. and I think that was a saving grace. And when like when the town like when Josh. the town is singing. <laughs> When the town is singing and when we're seeing all the candles um, lighted in the, um, in the church, in the church itself, I mean, that's a beautiful English country church. Mm-hmm. When we see all the greenery, even like the, uh, the Christmas trees in the home. so There's like this simplistic, rustic Christmas beauty throughout the film that I think extends a lot of grace in my mind for the film itself.
4: You, you hit it on the head, though, Josh, trying, being the keeper. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so there is this beautiful triumph of humanity and this beautiful humans, humanity coming together um, in the memory of, Christ, of Christ's birth that we see. Um, instead of having people waiting around for this Christmas candle, he engages the town to come together and help their neighbor to truly show that uh, second commandment given by christ love, to love your neighbor, love your neighbor as yourself.
0: yourself right be the light um, of the world as he says i loved it moment.
3: that part was great to see the town coming together and like fixing uh single mom's i think it was the single mom's uh um fence and the widow the woman and her daughter they came and fixed her roof and they're just all these people getting together and it, it brought the town together and i thought that was beautiful and heartwarming I exactly like Anthony, do you want to like, go like ahead and tell us part. what was wrong
4: with that too? No, I like that part. That part was beautiful. I'll give it that.
3: I don't um, have anything to complain yeah, about then, that part. I'm doing a lot of talking, but I really want to save Anthony's recap for when we get closer to the end. So, Julia, can you take off from here? <laughs> wait, you want to save my what? I want to take your, your. I want to save your part of the recap for the end. Oh wait, I do want to talk about one thing. All these people with their, are telling him what their wishes are, and I really did find funny that the um,
1: one who wants a man,
3: The, the Agnes, Is that Agnes, Agnes. Chum, Chum, Agnes Chumley, Chumley, Is that her name? Agnes yeah. Chumley, yeah, she, she looks, she looks at him with this like gaze. She's like, "I want a husband by Easter." Just <laughs> like, "Come hither, <laughs> come hither!" Aggressive look. That made me laugh. <laughs> Which we see again after church. She she gives him the. The pie. Yeah, the he's pie. like. So I'm. She's like. I said. I, sense I, sense I told you, you what I wanted, and now I'm making an act of faith. And she brings him a pie. And he looks. So <laughs> he's, he's, that like, was he's his he's best
0: a, acting. It's like. <laughs> I, he's like. He's like. He calls her a sister in the Lord, and he emphasizes sister. <laughs> and then he tells Lady
3: Lady Camden when she leaves, uh, that's one prayer that won't be answered. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh man, that look she gave was nothing compared to the Susan Boyle look when he was changing out of his clothes and she was oh going to launder goodness. them. Like, I've never been so uncomfortable in my life, the way she was like smirkety, smirking at and, him. And she gives,
0: the, <laughs> she gives the best line in the movie, I think. What? <laughs> she says, off at the muddy coat, did you crawl all the way from London? Come on, Breach 2 too. You're not the first clergyman I've seen in his underpants.
1: Oh my gosh! <laughs> and then she like purses her lips a little bit.
0: She's yeah, she's like giggling oh. like a little schoolgirl.
1: Oh my gosh! I, Super oh uncomfortable my. in that moment. <laughs> really uncomfortable. Um, okay, so as as our pastor is growing closer to the people in the community, right? Um, he's also growing closer to our Emily character. Um, she works at, she works with Electric Light because her brother, correct me if I'm wrong on this because the lineage got a little hinky. The owner of the electric company is the candlemaker's son, right?
0: Yes. 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 Thomas Haddington.
1: So there's conflict there already.
4: Wait, what she was his with- name? I'm Thomas. sorry. Thomas. <laughs> Thomas
3: Eddington? Haddington. Haddington. H-A-D-D-I-N-G-T-O-N.
4: Oh, uh, uh, okay. I, I was, was about like to say, there's words. nowhere I near
3: Edison. Okay.
4: <laughs> I sound, it sounded that way coming through, and I was like, wow, the writing was even worse than I thought. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they are bonding. She, you know, obviously is interested in electric light. Um, He is interested in her and this and his general frustration with the candle business um, leads to him, leads to like the most jarring scene in the movie. Can I just tell you right now when he outfits the church with electric light and encourages everybody to blow their candles out. And then he lights the church up Mm -hmm. and it all like, it all goes down. Yes.
0: Yep. yep,
1: goes to pot. <laughs> like with the nativity scene underneath us, you've got the baby Jesus and that poor woman runs up there. She goes, Oh, the sweet baby Jesus. And she grabs him <laughs> and she runs out and the elect, the light bulbs are popping bulbs and it rolling, ends up and flaming up.
4: Fire.
1: Yes. Um, which then leads to our former pastor, um, having a heart attack and dying in the church. Um, <laughs> So, like he was the former pastor. He was the
0: caretaker. He's, yeah, he, he was, was the, the caretaker.
3: That's right. That is not that's the appropriate right. time to laugh. I, I just didn't feel sympathy. James Cosmo <laughs> died so well, though. Yes, is
1: uh, A clutch and a fall. Um, so this this stirs an unrest in our in our David character, our pastor character. He feels responsible. Um, you know, people have been telling him the whole time he's. You know yeah he, he should stick with what works and he should buy into the whole candle thing and so now he's like i can't do anything right and he has a crisis of faith he has a continuing crisis of faith he's having a whole movie um and have we have we talked yet about have we gotten to the angel visiting it's right about uh, this time the angel visit no, There's is it uh, no the
0: angel had
3: visited earlier. He visited earlier yeah like, oh, it Did you earlier, cover earlier Everybody no, I didn't. That's where I stopped. They had already oh, I'm sorry. Out all the candles. No, you're good.
1: Okay. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this recap. <laughs> 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 I, I am I'm thinking of this out of order. Um, yeah, so the angel had after. already
0: visited and they had already handed out the candles and everything in the village.
1: Because there was a big jumble. Yeah. With the yeah.
0: Maybe we, yeah, maybe we should go back to that scene.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so we should go angel? back to that scene. <laughs> it's, it's in Bruce. Scene. Why, don't why don't you do, do the
3: angel? Why don't you do the angel scene for us?
0: Okay, so well, we we see the Haddingtons. They, they start closing up the shop. They cover all their windows so that people can't see in through their windows. And we, you know, which they're... is suspicious. If it's a yeah. <laughs> person, I'm suspicious about this, right? Well, well <laughs> yeah, it, you know exactly. You know, and that's why he's he's pretty much the only one that has seen this angel before. But so they're sleeping, and you know, they fall asleep waiting for the angel, and they get woken up. I don't know if it's the sound of the glitter from the angel arriving that wakes them up, or what, or they're floating uh, glasses <laughs> and cups and stuff like that. But the angel shows up, and everything starts levitating off the ground, and off, the glasses come floating off of Edward's face. And-
4: so at this moment, I think I'm going to be haunted rather
0: than visited by a spiritual <laughs> angel. <laughs> And but I do got to say one I one point contention in this part of the Bible, all mentions of angels are as men, never as women, never mm-hmm. does it ever describe women angels. But that's that's besides the point. So it's beautiful. That is
1: interesting to- though, because most pop culture <laughs> makes them women.
0: Makes them women, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. interesting.
0: But, uh, except
4: Christmas movies, except on homework. But mainstream Christmas movies tend to make them men. Like really? you know, think wonderful. For life, for example, I'm trying to think of all the movies we covered with the. What else? No, I'll talk about all the ones we've all the ones we've covered on the show have been men.
0: Yeah, what's yeah the one the one where the guy gets one magic time one magic Christmas the guy magic Christmas three
4: days they've all been men all the ones that have had uh that we've we've covered at least interesting
1: yeah it's interesting
0: but uh but anyways this angel shows up she waves her hand across this whole a fixture of candles that he's got out drying as she grabs one, touches it and it lights up like a glow stick. <laughs> and uh, so then uh, as the Haddingtons wake up, Mr. Haddington goes to grab the candle and steps on his glasses. Can't see anything in the dark, stumbles over, knocks all the candles over him. And, and of course the one candle that's glowing <laughs> rolls underneath a, a, a piece of furniture out of sight and they lose the Christmas candle. (laughs) But, uh, so in their, in their frustration, they gather up all the candles that they can find and, uh, they decide that the best way to, to resolve this would be to hand out all the candles and give a candle to each person that's put a request in and tell them that they have gotten the Christmas candle. And yet but try to keep it secret from the village. (laughs) Right. And uh, that's where uh, that's where kind of chaos. Well, a little bit, not chaos, but a little bit of uh, mix-ups start going on. Well,
3: which I find odd because you know um, they're obviously experienced Chandlers, right? They've been their family has been making candles for how long now? Two hundred plus years. (laughs) And. The way they dip their candles, it would have to be an even number of candles. They did not stop to count the candles.
0: No, yeah, not until the end. She brings up, oh, 29 wishes have been given away. And Ed was yeah. like, no, oh, dear, 30. There's always 30 candles. Exactly. <laughs> they let this go
3: at this point, which is just an odd, odd thing to do. It, it is. And also, all the candles, if I'm not mistaken, when the angel came were hanging still, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah,
0: until he knocked them over, yes.
3: And so, how yeah. did that one roll off if it was still connected to the other one?
0: Uh, well, I think all of them fell on the ground, but they, but uh, I don't know how. I didn't notice how many actually came off the stand. Well,
3: but weren't they still connected to one another, hanging over, or were they cut um, already? No,
1: I oh, think so it should have out. had a buddy. I think
3: oh, they,
2: they were, were cut already. already.
3: Okay, they were okay. My bad. <laughs> but, but no. so all candle. these different people get candles, and. Um, there's one candle left. They try to give it to their son, who's you know into the electricity business. He so that he'll come back to town to Gladbury. Well, he does come back to Gladbury to give them the candle because he said this doesn't mean anything to me. But like you saw the angel when you were a kid. He's like I was young. I saw what I wanted to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very skeptical, very man of the world. You know, his you know a, his line was you know the world needs me, not Gladbury.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know. What did you think of his uh, Stanley Steamer that he rolled in?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was a steamin'.
4: (laughs) So this film was actually distributed by Rick Santorum's film production company. What film production company? Echo Light Studios.
3: So that's Rick Santorum. That's Rick Santorum, guys. I never knew that.
0: <laughs> the uh, Wikipedia just told me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it just gets
0: worse. Oh, God. I, I, I'm glad I'm glad it's enthusiastic enough to at least have to look it up on Wikipedia. Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, I, I,
3: <laughs> you got angry, Anthony. I, I'm very so angry <laughs> Anthony, can you take us right now? Because I think where we are, um... we're really to the point where uh, the Haddingtons gave Cutie Preacher Face his candle, right? <laughs> What's his name? Oh, David. David. David, yeah. Give David the candle, right? You want to take it from there? Anthony? <laughs> is, this,
4: is, is, is this where his uh, love interest gets in? The carriage Jackson?
3: No. Oh, wait, you got to go back to his love interest dad and how he didn't want to pray for him.
1: He was conflicted. Yeah, so his love interest dad has consumption and he's in real bad shape. And... I had that once. Did it's you ruined. really? <laughs> no, I do
4: <have> <laughs> no, consumption... you play straight TV, so well.
3: right? <laughs>
4: yeah, TV. consumption's,
1: yeah. yeah, it's just not called consumption anymore.
3: No. Yeah, it's like, it's TB, and it's—I mean, yeah. huh? I did not realize this. There are still two hundred thousand cases of TB a year. Yeah, yeah. I was reading yeah. that. <laughs> Meanwhile, you laugh at us, and we show concern for you. <laughs> well, I mean, even if you get but consumption, different. there is—you never really pain. get better. You never actually get better. The lung damage and scarring is pretty permanent.
4: Oh man, this that is. That's true. It's a, the
0: same with what I hear from COVID 19 or COVID. The COVID disease, Corona, lasting effects. Yeah, there are lasting damage on your,
3: on your lungs. Mm-hmm. You can lose. They're suspecting permanent lung capacity loss of up to like thirty to fifty percent after COVID nineteen. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's what I heard. Oh. Man, so back to being upbeat and charity. <laughs>
1: Yeah so he can't pray for he and he feels bad about it but he kind of in his right mind he's like I can't I can't pray yeah. for your dad and he and, fails
0: and we find out later why when he yep. does finally come back and, and and spends the time reading through the miracles of Christ he goes yep. through all the mm-hmm. other messages for, of uh, Jesus healing the lame or the blind or raising the dead and mm-hmm. uh, you know reads them basically till he goes to sleep and then's when we find out that his wife and daughter had died of consumption. And that's where his uh, lack of faith started coming in because he believed God for a miracle. He prayed and God uh, just didn't answer it the way he wanted it. And uh, they ended up dying. And that was when he lost his faith. He said he couldn't step in the church. He couldn't pray. And, uh, and so that's kind of what he's coming off of as his background. Mm-hmm. And that's the trope in these Christmas movies too, right? The lack of faith,
4: where they have to get their faith back. I'm not saying that like yeah. it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's no, like a, it is. It that's is a, a trope. Common. I call out the tropes in these things. Yeah, it is a common trope. <laughs> it's a common trope in horror movies too. I mentioned earlier that, uh, you know, that I would think I'd be visited by a spirit, but all those priests in horror movies have the lack of faith until they need to go exercise some.
3: Yeah, thing. isn't that that song that Justin Timberlake wrote? Bringing faith back—is that it? Oh, I don't know. What <laughs> bringing sexy back? It was a bad Justin Timberlake joke. <laughs>
4: that was a bad wow. joke. That was a bad. Yeah, joke.
0: that wasn't. <laughs> my head. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what? <laughs> There's gotta be, there's gotta be a, uh,
3: there's gotta be some like Christian performer who's that made that joke, or made that song, oh, sure. that parody.
4: Probably. <laughs> if not, Tom, you know what I you have, to do, Patriot, do you what
3: you have to do for Patreon. I can't do <laughs> good What you have to do
4: for Patreon.
1: Okay, so then where are we in the story, Anthony?
4: Well, are we, are, we at the are we at
0: the end? Yeah, so, I think it's right what I yeah. he, gets, he gets the candle from the Hattie He's going to yep. light the candle now. Yep. He's, he, yeah, he goes to the church. He's in the dark church. And all of a sudden, another candle lights behind him. And there's Emily. And he, and and he, oh, go ahead, Anthony. Yeah, sh- she's rescued. Well, his love
4: interest is rescued, right? Once he lights the candle.
0: No, no, not No, she's, no, she's that, already in the church. The yeah, no, she's, she's at already the at the church. church his love interest is at the church because her brother, Charlie, the one that didn't talk, he gave her his candle that he had gotten from the Haddington's.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. So she went to the church to light it and pray for her father. And that's when he, that's when they find out exactly what the Haddington's did, giving out multiple candles Mm -hmm. because they had just given him the Christmas candle. (laughs) Yep. So they said. Right.
1: So the jig is up.
0: It was a calm, and, and they are mad. Oh, yeah, they, are... they, go, they go knocking on the door of the Haddington's in the middle of the night, confront them, and uh, the ultimate confrontation comes in one of my favorite scenes, the Same. Christmas Eve service. Mm-hmm. I, this, this makes the movie for me as mm-hmm. bad as the acting might be at times, and you know, may, lack of depth. This is where the emotion takes over, and for mm-hmm. me.
3: yeah, and I like the. <laughs> We're gonna knock this guy down a peg. The screenwriter, the the way the director <laughs> played it, to where he's like, "I hope you all know this has been a you know a farce." He's like, "You know, raise your stand up if you got a Christmas candle," and everybody stands up, and he's gonna embarrass the Haddingtons and make them tell everybody what they did. And everybody's like, "Wait, but I got my miracle!" Right? <laughs> right me too. Exactly. Like, I got my miracle. And, and
0: right? And like the, the miracle plumbers.
3: Like yeah. <laughs>
4: And then the minister thinks God's answered all their prayers.
3: Um, and this is right about the time that we're about to use real witchcraft because after service,
1: <laughs> Oh my God,
3: after service, the, um, somebody comes running in that
0: Abner's Abner from the Salvation Army is, is yeah, part of their, there's is. been an accident. Yep, yes, right. Ruth, Ruth, the pregnant Ruth. Woman. Ruth, Ruth yeah. good child.
3: <laughs> Who got kicked out, the one that he saved earlier on. Her and wagon so
4: he, gets into an accident and they light the candle and she's rescued.
3: Well, no, they pull out their wand and do a luminous spell in the woods. Lumos. They, lumos, sorry. They do a lumos spell in the woods and start walking and they're surrounded mm-hmm. by this
0: light at the end of their wand. <laughs> All she needed was a patronus to go
3: <laughs> They really yeah. that would have, if they just would have sent that out, it would have been a lot easier.
0: We saw so, your patronus, Ruth Goodchild. <laughs> so
3: they use this, they go find Ruth Goodchild. Come to find out it is Thomas's <laughs>
4: baby. Sure.
0: Yep, baby's mama.
4: Yeah. So <laughs> oh my god, I hated this so
0: much. So but Thomas is dead, right no thomas he, he he put he set her aside he came back and uh he was he stopped and saw his parents, and then he was going to meet his wife 's family because he had gotten married without inviting his parents, and he was going to meet her family but and he was going one been, day introduce her right exactly and, but apparently he liked to have a, a woman on the side as well oh, and me. his parents are really excited about this. <laughs> yeah, although they don't know about Ruth Goodchild yet they find that mm-hmm. out at the end well they're
3: really excited about the, the, the baby and they now know that
0: he's yeah. a scumbag <laughs> that's one way but, of putting it but they're, in a way their prayers were answered because the son came back in the, the form of their grandchild he did they've got somebody to, to carry on
4: yeah, yeah, the the um, yeah. Oh my God, I hated that. That's how their prayer was answered. That
0: baby comes back to town. I hated it.
4: I <laughs> oh hate her so much. Uh,
0: see, I, I <laughs> like that, and that, but that I, it was a little, it was a little much naming him Edward after her father, <laughs> even though that's his name. But but
4: but yeah. but <laughs> this restores <laughs> the minister's faith. All of this restores a minister's faith in the end and it's a beautiful, happy ending. That's right, with a bow on top. (laughs) All wrapped up up. with a bow. (laughs) You were the answer to my prayer. (laughs) When I was looking for, I was was looking on Reddit for somebody to host a Christmas podcast with, you were the answer to my prayer. Yeah. Yeah. You are the wind beneath my wings, Anthony. (laughs) You are the wind beneath my
3: wings. And Julia is the meaning of our life. She's our inspiration.
4: I
1: love that song. You're
3: the meaning in my... That's my parents' wedding song.
1: Oh, that's sweet.
3: I'm embarrassed to say what my parents' wedding song was. I'm. Mm. Josh, I have to yeah. ask, who's your no, favorite it's to it's podcast to The local
0: motion, is it?
1: Stop it, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> the answer is Julia. We know. We know. I
1: oh said it is not Julia.
4: Tom, Tom dies a little inside every time I ask because he's like, "How much can I get hurt?"
0: Uh, and what's funny is I was just listening to the Patreon, op- Patreon, op- Patreon episode with uh, that you guys did with Jerry D'Avolo, and uh, you guys asked him that, and I said the same thing. Anthony, why do you ask that question? But no, I honestly, you guys have the best chemistry out of uh, three podcast hosts that I've heard, and. Uh, you know, you, oh that's
1: sweet so That's I, awesome
0: I love the three of you together
1: <laughs> oh, Your
4: parents you. wedding song Was dream stop. No, No no stop do not put that in there I
3: told you that in confidence stop now <laughs> Julia edit that out Or I will burn Anthony's house down
1: <laughs> I won't burn
0: I don't know, or I, or no. I, don't know
1: I won't even ever. let you oh, to Travel drawer. to
0: New York right now uh, <laughs> At least it wasn't all I want for Christmas With you <laughs> There
4: you go. I will agree with that. Oh my God, and Matt! I, there has to be at least one couple out there who got married at Christmas time. And oh, I'm sure right.
3: there. I'm sure there's multiple. There are a <laughs> ton of them. I'm sure. What are y'all's wedding songs?
1: We didn't have not, one because the place I got married wouldn't allow. Music. What was your
3: song? Well, we didn't have it in our wedding
0: either, but we still had our song. Oh, what's your
1: song? I'm not I got married,
0: song. so I never had a wedding song.
3: Oh, <laughs> Anthony, we'll do be y'all
1: thinking. Have a song?
4: Yeah, uh, we da- we danced to I Won't Give Up by Jason Mraz.
1: Oh, I love that one. I love that's one of my sing really loud songs. Right?
4: I won't give up. I
1: love that song.
4: You yeah, that one. Yep, I, know on that us. Song,
1: yep. I won't give up on us.
4: I'll oh, see. I'm that's so good. E- edit that out. I first... won't give up <laughs> on us. <laughs> 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 um, I
1: love it.:
3: Our song is such great heights by the postal service.
0: <gasps> I love Ooh, that good. song.: Yeah, never heard that one.: yeah, heard that one. It
3: that. came out While we were dating.:
0: Nice.
3: So do
4: you do know, Marty I know you said you don't have a wedding song, Julia, but you guys don't have a song in general.
1: No, Marty's not big on music. I'm big on music, so to say it's our song, really doesn't you
4: know just i'm oh honestly it. not that big on music either oh, really?
3: oh, i music. love
1: music I with a passion
0: me yep. too oh
3: uh, i do too what do you like what music who's your favorite band mine uh queen
0: yeah. <gasps> I, I love queen <laughs> did What's you like Bohemian Rhapsody? Song? i uh my favorite uh, i do like bohemian rhapsody a little overplayed but uh oh i, I mean pre- the movie oh no and i never be I have overplayed not seen I have not seen that movie yet unfortunately I'm a little nervous because uh, I'm just hoping it doesn't ruin my love for Queen but I'm hoping it will I don't
1: a- think it will no. I wasn't wild about the movie but it shouldn't ruin your love for Queen I don't think
4: he should have won best actor Absolutely I don't either not. Because I don't either. Over. Especially, no, I know because, especially because and I get it you don't want to hear anyone about Queen sing the songs right but there are people out there who do these diopics that actually do the singing too like yeah. and actually put in that effort. He did not do that. Yeah. Like I look
3: at, I look at uh, Walk the Line. Oh, the Johnny Cash one? They, yeah, the Johnny Cash one. Or uh, Jamie Foxx when he did um, Ray? Ray Charles. Yeah. Did you see the Elton
4: John one? That one was really good.
3: No, I haven't seen no. that one either. I haven't seen
1: that one either. But I
3: feel like if you're going to be that character, you need to be that character. I was super impressed with Joaquin Phoenix and Reese Witherspoon's performances.
1: Yes. And I don't movie. feel like
3: you, can, you mm-hmm. can compare those to Bohemian Rhapsody in any way. No. Sorry. That was just my opinion. Uh, Julie, who's your favorite musician?
1: I can't answer that question.
4: Mine That's like the most impossible
1: question for me to answer. Who,
3: oh,
4: Anthony? Nice. I'm to be Queen, Rolling Stones, ACDC. You don't have like a top three even? Me? <laughs> yeah.
1: Um yeah, I could probably do a top three.
3: Okay. Who are your
4: top three?
1: Uh, huh? Top three. Yeah. Probably Joy Williams and, or the civil wars because it's her, it's, it's her in the same iteration, just or two different iterations. I'm sad they're um, not together anymore. Me too. Because I really, 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 really loved the civil wars. Um, also, favorite civil war song. Huh?
3: Favorite civil war song
1: probably was it the one that got away
3: hmm, that's a good one
1: yeah i love that one um Mine's
3: safe and sound just in case you're wondering oh
1: hunger games is a really good one
3: um sorry go ahead
1: i can always listen to and be totally happy with um switch I love Switchfoot.
2: <laughs>
1: I will always love Switchfoot. <laughs> Even their bad albums. Um, and then it would be a toss-up for me for the third spot between Queen or the Rolling Stones or the Beatles. All
4: good. Because hmm. I am a,
1: one of the enigmas that can listen to and enjoys both the Rolling Stones and the Beatles. I,
4: I love, I, I'm love. the same way, Julia. I do love I oh, do love. I'm one I of the I enigmas. I, just, just like DC and Marvel fans can get along, too. So.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I love just i love all kinds of music i listen to everything from country to hip-hop to rap classic rock opera i love opera
1: (laughs) julia i'm
3: one of the enigmas who doesn't like either rolling stones or beatles (sighs) that's
1: crazy i knew you didn't like the beatles i didn't know you didn't like the rolling stones
3: my top ones would have to be jimmy world the decemberists and then a close i love the decemberists ever going back and forth between the cure and depeche mode
1: Okay. Oh, very emo. <laughs> like in a great way. Very nice. Your mom's emo. <laughs> I consumed massive amounts of Dashboard Confessional in college. Like, <laughs> Did you really? Oh man, I loved Dashboard Confessional in college.
4: I, I never would have pegged you for that, honestly. Oh
1: man, I loved it. I'm, I'm still a soft, big Chris really? Caraba fan. All the feelings, all the feelings.
3: <laughs> His newer stuff has gotten real. It's it's a lot different. It's so good though. So
1: good. Oh yeah. So,
3: were you a See, fan I'm just of... a
4: sucker for show tunes as well. So. Oh man, yeah. There you go.
1: Yeah, you yeah. give me any musical, and I'll sing. I'll be happy too. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: That's, That's a no, winner. I, I like. I love musicals.
3: Were you a fan of Chris Brown's earlier band? First um, friends forever.
1: Yes. A lot of that as well
3: christine and i met at an emo concert so how oh. was that oh
1: that's precious
3: well half emo half post-core but yeah okay back to this movie that i could tell none of us are having the most fun talking about <laughs> because um so at the end um they find everybody's connected everything's happy like we said um, julia can you do you mind summing up my feelings about this movie via is it your feelings about the movie yeah via our listener yes it's the best it's the best summation of this movie i could have
1: i mean we we mentioned how when they went to find the girl he lit the candle and it was like the legit christmas candle right
3: Yep. yep yep
1: okay good i was just making sure we covered that um, okay. But weren't so, they all the
3: Christmas candles, though? And that we got out of it, they were all the Christmas candles? That God
4: but answered it was all like, their prayers regardless.
1: Yeah, it was like the mm-hmm. shiny, sparkly one, though.
3: God will listen to any candle, not just one candle. Yep.
1: It's not <laughs> God, God,
3: against
0: God candles. answers prayer. That's <laughs> okay. why
3: there are
4: hundreds <laughs> of candles in churches.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so we got a comment on our Facebook page um, from Stephen Beach
4: aka disco54 yeah. on reddit
1: is that disco54 is it yeah,
4: really that's
3: disco, that's disco 54. i didn't know that
1: i didn't know that either yep. oh so we were talking about this oh, so when we said okay that makes a lot more when sense. you said no.
3: disco54 and i said no yes i should have said yes I'm i know i i, I thought you i thought you were just trolling me
4: i didn't no, know i didn't had not idea
1: that. zero idea Okay, so he mentions it's a shockingly mediocre film. There's really nothing else to say about it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn it off if it was on, but neither would I change the channel to see it. And then he went on to say, it's not awful. It's the sort of film you put on while you do the ironing. It's not bad enough to make you want to burn yourself, but not good enough that you'd concentrate on it so you'd scorch your favorite shirt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you gave a lot of thought to that review.
1: Yes, <laughs> a lot. I was like, that's accurate. <laughs> so
4: so, so, we do have, so we do have to ask, is this a Christmas movie? Yes. Yes, yes it's a Christmas so. movie. It, does it have a Linus moment? Yes. Yeah, yeah it true. absolutely I does. I think it has a few. <laughs> you, you are answering that like I'm uh, about to argue that it doesn't, Tom, but we always ask these questions.
3: I, I know I was, going to, I was going to, to troll you all and try to make a case for not having one, but then I decided... <laughs> There's not even a little bit of a way I can do that. <laughs> do we have favorite quotes? Wasn't or a terribly scene? quotable movie.
4: No, not My, really. Mine was when Susan you. Boyle sang that song. Stop. Stop. Three times.
3: Stop. <laughs> My favorite scene by far was when the whole town, like the, the scenes of the town coming together. Yes. 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 I, oh, I liked
4: when I found out everyone's prayers were answered despite not having them all having the fake candles. Mm-hmm. i really that mm-hmm. soon you I
3: know all right ready to rank it yes Earth? five
1: that's what i was gonna go with
3: five of course you were because it's a mediocre movie <laughs> <laughs> what would you give this one joshua before anthony pulls out a
0: 0.125 <laughs> uh, for me you know i'm Mine is it, like I said, the emotion really carries it, and I get emotionally involved into this movie. But and but I do gotta knock off, knock off a few points for, for acting, or at least a point for acting. But I do gotta say I do love Su- Susan Boyle's voice, even if she can't act. So I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this an eight. Whoa! This, this, right. this is one of this is one of my go-tos every year. So. I've I've built up a bit of nostalgia, not not childhood nostalgia, but you know I've I love this movie so.
1: <laughs> nostalgia is powerful. I, I
0: apologize for uh John. No, don't apologize for Tell <laughs> the truth, Anthony. I'd, I'd be more upset if you if you me.
3: <laughs> live your so, live your truth, Anthony. Live your truth.
0: So it's funny. Which one of you brought up
4: the Christmas project
0: before? Uh, think- IMDb yeah imdb yeah most related
4: i am i read it from imdb IMDb.
0: yes
4: okay so i looked at the list and i gave the christmas project a one i cannot in good conscience give this as high as the christmas project for real for real are you i watched
1: you like the christmas project more
4: yes 100%. one hundred percent. Wow!
1: wow. That I would really watch excited. the
4: Christmas Project any day of the week over this.
1: Oh, uh, gives me the pains.
4: the The movie I have below the immediately below the Christmas Project we covered last week, Black Christmas at point five. I cannot, in good conscience, give this as low as Black Christmas. <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs> so I am going to come in. Directly in between those movies at a point seven five, which gives this an average of three point five eight three, which which puts it at a tied for number fifty five on our list with the Santa Claus Three: The Escape Clause. Oh, oh
0: wow. Pain. <laughs> that's painful, yeah. man.
1: That's painful.
0: Yeah, that's uh oh. lower than I thought it would be. <laughs>
4: i'm so <laughs> sorry josh
0: no don't be sorry don't be sorry
4: it's painful for me too because the escape clause is 20 times better than this film in my life. <laughs> <laughs> i i
0: i will say I, i've watched the escape clause probably almost as many times as i've seen this just because they play it over and over on tv Oh
4: god! Uh, We never brought this up the last Christmas season, but did you guys realize this past year Freeform got the rights to the second Santa Claus? They start showing all three of them. Remember, we were complaining. We talked about
1: that.
4: Did we? We did. Yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah, we talked about that Mm -hmm. because we were excited.
4: I, I apologize. My memory is getting worse as I get older.
3: It happens. Wait till you have a (laughs) child around, then it's
4: just gone. That was me trolling you guys at the age joke.
1: We know. We're agreeing we know with us. you. We're agreeing with I the state of fact. Yeah, there's so much yep. truth to it that, it, you know, we just can't even, <laughs> can't even argue with that one. <laughs> I forgot. What
3: are we talking Where? about? Where am I? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What is that? What's the, what's the green total?
4: Three point three eight three. Three point three eight three. Ooh. uh three point five eight three, I'm sorry. Oh. which is puts that number fifty five at the list, yeah. So I do have a question for you. A Christmassy question that was prompted by this movie. Okay. Who is your favorite in all of these films, Christmas Angel? In oh. Christmas movie Angel. I don't like any of them. I knew, I knew that was going to be Tom's answer.
0: I'm an angel purist. <laughs> no, I, I would agree with Tom there. If I had to make a choice, I guess I... You're not going to choose I would, uh, I would go the with angel th- from Nativity Story? <laughs> no, no. I've actually
3: never That's seen actually that. what I'm studying right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading a book and studying on angelology right now.
1: Angelology?
3: Um, study of angels. Who,
4: what oh, yeah, book? I figured
1: that's what it meant, but it's fun to say Angelology
4: Mother Alexandra okay. ah. I I oh, thought it was God. called Angel Metaphysics <laughs> jo- Josh got that <laughs>
3: admit it that time it was funny
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother
0: I, would, oh, I, I guess I would go with Clarence. I, just because, I guess, of all the angels, I think he went through the, the most to try to help the person he was actually helping. Yeah. Um, what about you, Julia?
1: Um, I don't really like any of them, but for argument's sake, I might just say um, uh, Family Guy. I'll take that angel, because he was a little... Narky and sassy and had some attitude, so that's my pick.
4: The f- Family Man, Family oh, Man.
1: F- what did I, I say? The Family Guy. You said family Guy, <laughs> and I was thinking <laughs> to myself,
4: "What the heck? Did they have an angel in her Christmas episode?" I a I'm Christmas sure they Christmas probably show. did,
1: but would <laughs> I watch that show? No. <laughs> the Family Man. <laughs> that's right. I, <laughs> I would. Uh,
3: you know what, Julia? I may. I may have to reconsider my, my, no, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can say that one. I don't
1: know. Doing family guy episodes?
3: No, I was just thinking, <laughs> oh. I don't know if I can say Don Cheadle was my favorite. Oh. Yeah. But I think of well, everything he can we can kind of do no wrong. So. Everything we covered, he's my favorite so far, but I just don't like any other, they're either, like him, he's just like, meh, I don't actually care.
1: Mm-hmm. throughout most of it
3: or most of them are like bumbling and they're either detached or bumbling like this one fell into the detached Right. Mm-hmm. came did a job left let them screw it up um, mm-hmm. I
4: yep. i'm gonna go with josh uh clarence for the same exact reason he did the most and uh Still i liked i liked uh and i know me and todd this is the point of contention when we cover the episode i like the whole idea in That mythology of that movie, every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings.
1: Every time a bell rings.
4: So, Clarence is my answer. And if all of you out in listener land want to let us know your favorite Christmas movie, Angel, in addition to what you thought of the Christmas candle. Check us out on social media. You just visit us on com slash Facebook, Facebook group, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, and uh, join the conversation, especially now that we have officially entered spring. We're all in quarantine. Summer months are coming up. Uh, you know, we want to keep this Christmas spirit alive. So let's keep the conversation going.
3: And if you want to get involved even more in the conversation, like our friend... I almost said Robert the
4: Bruce. (laughs) 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 I can't get out of my head. (laughs)
3: If you want to get more involved, like our friend Joshua the Bruce here, uh, join him as well as others on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. You get bonus content. You can watch an epic episode coming up. Yes, I did say watch an epic episode coming up in early April.
1: Exciting.
4: So I mentioned this. We just... By the time you listen to this, a third Fireside Chat will have dropped. Me and Julia talked to Todd Killian of Christmas Clatter Podcast, and that's one you don't want to miss, because Todd Killian embodies the Christmas spirit so much. Right, Julia?
1: He's like Santa Claus's younger brother. (laughs) I mean, like, it's crazy. It really is. Like, the episode was all the Christmas feels.
4: All the Christmas feels. It's definitely the most uh, sentimental of the three we've had so far yeah um and i also want to plug in general since i know we have a lot of harry potter fans i plugged this on the patreon episode but while you're stuck in quarantine there is a podcast called called oh it's called the poorly read podcast and they are covering the Harry Potter books chapter by chapter by chapter. It's like two chapters an episode, three chapters an episode. Oh, that wow. episode 43, which is about midway through the Order of the Phoenix, um, every time they cover a book, they, fin- they do an episode on the movie. They've never read the book before. They've never seen the movie. So it's cool hearing their perspectives on the series for the first time. And it makes me want to go back and I wish I had that experience of reading them all for the first time again because me too. And uh, I also want to plug a book too. While you're all out, before you do that,
3: can I give a shout out to J.K. Rowling for doing awesomeness? Yeah, go for it. J.K. Rowling is freaking amazing. She is. She has changed her uh, licensing to allow teachers to read harry potter to their kids digitally or virtually during coronavirus Aww. and that's just absolutely
4: that's so amazing wow.
1: that is amazing i love that That is awesome
4: she's awesome um i also want to plug a book that was just released this past thursday by the time you listen to this called the office the untold story of the greatest to come of the 2000s and oral history by andy green um and it's an oral history with all the casting crew about bringing the show to life, written by a Rolling Stone writer. Uh, just from Amazon, will blurb. Green will take readers by the scenes of their favorite moments and characters. Gives us a true inside story behind the entire show from its origins on the BBC through its impressive nine-season run in America, including details like the battle to keep it on air. After when NBC wanted to pull the plug after six episodes and the failed attempt to bring in James Gandolfini as the new boss after Steve Carell left, spotlighting incredible genre redefining show created by the Family Team who together took a quirky British import and turned it into a primetime giant with true historical and cultural significance. So I have it pre-ordered. I can't wait to read it. it. Sounds awesome. I read the little excerpt on Amazon, like you know how they let you preview the book. And it's cool getting behind the scenes stories of from the cast about you know their castings and stuff like that. So,
2: huh.
4: so just check it out. I know we have a lot of Office fans in addition to Harry Potter fans. Uh, so next week we are covering. We are Tom. You may be happy about this because you mentioned in last week's episode you're excited to get back to the world of Rankin Bass for a bit after the. After talking to Jerry Davila next week, we are covering our second animal based point of view nativity film, the Rankin bass story, Nestor, the long year of Christmas donkey, which is one of my favorite and underrated Rankin bass ones. And the week after that, we are, jetting across the pond much to disco 54's delight i'm sure and covering the gavin and stacy christmas episodes and i can't wait for you all to watch that show so
3: i love that show optimistic about this trip down rankin bass lane i'm gonna be a little less optimistic and point out to everybody that there are 390,240 minutes
1: until christmas That is only six thousand five hundred and four hours. A little better.
4: That's only two hundred
0: and seventy-one days. That's not too bad. Oh, I'll break it down for you. It's even better. It's only thirty-eight weeks. We're getting that's (laughs) totally doable.
1: Totally doable.
4: (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's
1: kind
4: of.
0: I was. We were
4: talking about this with Todd, Julia, right? Like. It's coming up fast and we always want to get to the Burr months fast, but given the current state of things, I kinda of want things to slow down until that's all sorted because I don't want the burr months plagued by the spot. The plague. The plague. plague. <laughs>
0: exactly. but, but the nice shiny, shiny thing out of this whole thing is you get to celebrate Christmas a little early, a little late, however you want to put it, but it's culturally acceptable to put your lights out. So that's right. Yes, that's right.
3: <laughs> Two of us have our lights outside of our house right now.
0: Yeah, three of us.
4: Flag you have you have you not do too, you, Anthony? Anthony. I leave them up all year. I don't like them, but I've been lighting them <gasps> since this thing went on. So oh,
1: I'm so
0: funny. proud of us. I got my Santa Claus in the background.
1: Oh, look. nice. Oh, <laughs> nice. I love that. So delightful.
0: <laughs> Speaking of delightful, Josh, you have been a treat. Oh, this was good. a lot of fun. No, thank you very much. It's been a lot of fun. Thank Even you if you
4: fun. picked a crappy movie,
0: I'm joking. It's okay. okay but I'll, I'll, <laughs> Anthony, I want I want to make you happy, Anthony. And this is going to make Tom and Julia a little upset. I do believe... No. That. Stop. <laughs> Hold on.
1: it's
0: Stop. What's he going to say? <laughs> Hold you on. You know Christmas what he's going to say, Anthony. It's a Christmas song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes!
0: <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Thank
4: you.
3: Jingle oh, Bells is a Christmas song, too, then, for that matter. Okay. Uh, that's
0: arguable. But. Josh,
4: you have <laughs> jetted to the top That's tier debatable. of our listeners in my mind.
0: <laughs> now Anthony's maybe like, it's hey, just Josh. Because, maybe it's just because I'm a New Yorker. I don't know. I, 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 can, get down, I can get down with uh, some
3: Y'all do have some serious <laughs> educational flaws in New York. I agree. <laughs> uh,
0: April, Riley,
4: April Riley's from North Carolina and Todd's from Missouri, and they both agreed when I popped that question on a uh,
3: – fireside chats all right everyone have a great week and we'll see y'all next time (laughs) stay safe stay healthy stay away from people for the love of all that is good and holy stay isolated bye everyone bye y'all bye
0: bye have a good week